From just inside the four. Hurts. To the end zone. trying to help himself again. He's already had a walk in a single and one score. And Shohei with a drive. Right center field. Welcome back, everybody, to Take the Lead. It is me, the one and only John O'Halloran, here with the one and only. See, that looks like Gronk with the mask on. Super Bowl Sunday's tomorrow, guys. I hope I don't get copyrighted for that, but if I do, I do. Whatever. Motherfuckers. Anyways, Ryan, um, we got a good episode here today. Uh, let's start some NFL since it's the Super Bowl. Um, let's talk about the Patriots because they hired Dante Hightower. He's going to return as a Patriots linebacker coach. Um, Gerard Mario and Dante Hightower once roomed uh, on the field together as um, Patriots linebackers and now the coach together on the sidelines. I like it. Hightower was hired to join Mayo's staff as linebackers coach. Uh, his agency announced on Friday, May and Hightower played four seasons together for the Patriots from 2012 to 2015. While 2012 was Hightower's rookie season, Mayo was already well established in his career. Uh, and then glad I retired after 2015. Hightower spent his entire career with the Patriots after they selected him in the first round of the 2012 NFL draft. Won three Super Bowls and two pro and made two Pro Bowls with the Patriots. Uh, retired in 2023. His last uh, appearance came in 2021. Uh, Mayo was named. Uh, Patriots head coach after this season. I like well, I missed a couple podcasts because I had a lot of things left. That's okay. <clears throat> and I do want to thank Mr. Whoever came on the I like the move. I, I like I like Dante Haita. First of all, let me get the record straight. <clears throat> I wouldn't want to fire though. Would he get one more season? I would have said, hey, listen, <clears throat> we, we need, um, need to talk. I don't want you to control the roster. You're 71 years old. You're, like, have two and a half years left on this earth. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's too much stress. Yes. And I think he just needs to coach and... I think that Jerry Jones is an idiot. Mm-hmm. He needs to put his ego aside. Bill needs to put his ego aside. And also, from through the grapevines that I'm hearing, there's this guy who works, I think it's the Herald or something. It's on Pilgrimage. They call him Greg Bedard. They call him the big boy. Jeffrey Laurie. Yep. Told Nick Strong. You need to fire your staff. And he did. For you to keep your job. He did, and he brought Kellen Moore and um, Vic Rangino, whatever his name Vic is. Vic Angio is a good Vic job. Angio, that's yes. a good high. That's, that's a good DC. It's better than Shane, Bitch Trisha. Than uh, Shane uh, Dizai, whatever his name was. Bitch, 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 
Well, first I had Shane. Uh, Shane, uh, I forget how to say his last name. First I had him, then with Matt Patricia, and that was awful. And fucking elephant in the room. And then he said, basically, the Eagles reached out to him and mm-hmm. said, "Would you be interested in coaching here?" I'm like, I don't know. I don't. Job's not open. You can't talk about it. Yeah. There was a report saying that he doesn't want to go to a big media market anymore in Belichick. I don't know going to go then. Best would be Dallas. He just needs 15 wins. That's two seasons right there. Or it could be, technically, be, he could tie in one season with that roster in Dallas. He could tie in one season with that roster in Philly. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, I would have cleaned house if I was the Eagles. Yeah. I would I would have cleaned house. I would have brought in a new regime. New, new the Patriots did that to the best coach in NFL history. Yes, people can talk about oh, yeah, he's under five hundred without Tom Brady and all this and all that. What do you need in the game of football? A quarterback. What? Look at Andy Reid. He had McNabb, and they went to four straight NFC championships. Went to a Super Bowl. Now he has Mahomes. Probably about the second best quarterback in NFL history. Has a chance to win his third Super Bowl. He's on his way to probably be the greatest of all time. That's he's he's a he's like better athlete, can sling the ball, but he's only got two. This won't be his third if he wins if he wins tomorrow. You're still four behind. Mm -hmm. You're still four behind Brady. And if he wins the Super Bowl right now, out of the most current players, he still trails Joe Tooney. So every time the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, Joe Tooney adds another Super Bowl to his to his thing. So technically, if you go by championships, who's the best player in the NFL right now? Let me see this. Joe Tooney. I don't want not Joe Thornton, the hockey player. I want Joe Tooney. Joe Tooney won two Super Bowls with the Patriots. So this will be his third. He won a Super Bowl last year. Also, be his fourth. This will be his fourth. Really? He's not playing tomorrow. That three-time Super Bowl champion. If he wins, this will be his fourth. He's not playing. He's hurt, which is huge. I mean, funny if he wins a four-time Super Bowl champion, which is huge. Yes. But going back to the Dante Hightower thing, I like it. I like the higher. I think he was one of the. He's. Big reason why they came back versus Atlanta. Yep, that big sack he had against um, strip sack he had against Matt Ryan. Was that him? Yep, that yes. was him. He he was always in the right play at the right time. He yep, and that was play. it. That changed the whole game around. And he would take your head off. Um, speaking more more about no Patriots. Uh, Bill, uh, Tom Brady said he surprised Bill. Uh, Belichick hasn't landed a new head coach job yet. On Monday's episode of Let's his Let's Go podcast, which I didn't know he had a podcast. Uh, Let's Br- go podcast. Uh, He's with some old guy. I watched like two seconds of it, and the old guy, I think his name's like Jim Gray or something. And he's like, they play like Tom Brady's thing right now. Like, let's go, let's go. And he's, uh-huh. there, he's like, yeah, let's go, bald guys. Uh, he oh, said, fuck. <laughs> Brady shared his thoughts on Belichick railing, uh, failing, not railing, sorry. Uh, my cursor was in the way. Uh, to land a uh, job during the NFL's latest head coaching jobs, hiring circle says, I'm not uh, one to hire coaches. The former Patriots quarterback said, I don't know 
the criteria of uh, hiring these guys for hiring coaches. I have never been part of it. He wanted to say, I mean, I'm surprised that the greatest coach ever uh, doesn't have a job. Absolutely, I'm surprised by a lot of things in the NFL. Uh, obviously, these two were together for 20 years, uh, pointing out that he was also uh, passed over by several NFL teams after leaving the Patriots in 2019. He says, when I was a free agent, there were a lot of teams that didn't want me, which I doubt. Uh, he said, adding, there were a lot of things that happened that for no uh, reason or another don't go exactly the way they should go. Um, no, Belichick spent 24 seasons as head coach for the Patriots, uh, six Super Bowls, nine conference championships. Um, I wonder who those teams were that um, said no to Brady. Well, you know who one of them were. I think the Cowboys were one. No. So, the one where he said, remember he was at that barbershop thing with like LeBron and all, yes. those, all those other athletes? Oh, was it the 49ers? One was the 49ers. Because it kept Jimmy Garoppolo. But the one that he said, you're going to pick that motherfucker? It was... Raiders. That's when they had Derek Carr. It was when they had Derek Carr. He had basically a deal done. The mutant, whatever the hell was like, the weird looking dude's name was. Oh, uh, yeah. Looks like a fat kid that never got his way. <laughs> he really does. He's probably like, nah. That's probably how he talks. Uh, yeah, I forget his name. It's Davis something. Mark Mark Davis. Yes. And John Gruden was still the coach of the Raiders, Raiders at yep. the time. And he told him, I don't want... He said, I don't want Tom Brady. I don't want, I don't want Brady. I think he's done. But if Bill gave up on him, he must be done. And like Brady had... Brady had things, basically had a house bought in, in Las Vegas. He recruited Gronk to go play. Yep. Because if you look at the New Heights podcast, when they were talking about Gronk going to Tampa Bay and winning a Super Bowl, he's like, I don't even know where Tampa Bay was. He's like, Tampa Bay, why the hell would you want to go over there? Because they had it in their mind that they were going to go play for the Raiders. Yes. John Gruden can't get over the duck room. That was a long time ago, man. Come on. If he cost the Raiders a Super Bowl. Because mm-hmm. you're telling me you don't know people who don't know football at all. Yes. Don't watch anything about football. How many teams do you think they hear of? Here, three teams: the Cowboys, mm-hmm. the Patriots, because of Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and actually, sorry, four teams: Cowboys, Patriots, Raiders, and the Bears. Yep. Raiders are known nationally, everywhere. You get twelve in a Raiders uniform. You're telling me you're not getting people are gonna be like, oh wait a minute. They're moving to Vegas. They're opening up a new stadium. And they have 12. That would draw so many people. They, they brought, and you wouldn't have this, because they, and the Chiefs, 
would have been Mahomes and Brady and Justin Herbert all in the same division. Yes. Would have been nice, awesome to watch. As much as I love 12, was he was back in New England and that would have been cool seeing Tom Brady and uh, Patrick Mahomes face off twice a year, it possibly just, three come playoff time. It just sees, it just tells you what happens in how sports work. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking more about the page, nose dive quickly and fast, and yeah, look the Eagles. Look at the Patriots. I mean, this is going to happen eventually. They've dominated yeah. for 20 plus years. The only good thing about them going 4 and 13 is every fucking game is going to be on at 1 o'clock. I'm not going to have to watch Monday Night Football. I'm not going to have to watch Sunday Night Football. Speaking about more about the Patriots, I saw this clip the other day, this uh, little clip on Twitter. I decided to like it so I could save it and uh, we could talk about this. We had uh, Colin Coward there yesterday going over the draft, and uh, he's jumping off of a Jeremy Fowler. I want to say report, yeah, sure, a Jeremy Fowler report on ESPN that uh, said there's some teams interested in moving up. Uh, Vikings might be one of them. Colin put two and two together and said Vikings from 11 to 3 for their next year's first rounder and Justin Jefferson. Oh, I do this a thousand percent. A thousand percent, a thousand out of a thousand. And I, I just can't, Maz, you're, you're right to think of the money. It's the biggest issue in the whole thing. But I, I just can't, I'm, I can't sit here and say, well, the Pats won't do that because they won't pay them. I, I just, I just want to act like they're a normal football team. Okay. <laughs> I know, but they're not. That, 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 that get a 25 year old. That's what Justin Jefferson, he's 25. He's awesome. He's the best receiver in the league. Probably. He's 25. Yeah. He's not 29. Correct. He's 25. So you got, you know, probably four or five years of prime runway. Correct. With Justin Jefferson. Correct. So, bam, I would do this 10 times out of 10 versus pushing all my chips into the middle of the table for Jada Daniels or Drake May or some kid. And then what What do you have around him? And so, like, this is so, like, I don't know. I saw I'm, that, Ryan, calling, um... Colin Coward said the Patriots, if no Justin Jefferson, if he does get traded because the Vikings are trying to get a quarterback, um, Vikings trade their uh, Justin Jefferson, their 11th pick to the Patriots for the third pick. Do it, do it, do it. But then who's then you got Mac Jones throwing to Justin Jefferson? Yeah, but you also or Billy Zappi. You also got Kirk Cousins as a free agent. You got Baker Mayfield as a free well, agent. Not true. <clears throat> Why not you go do that? Drop down to 11, drop to tackle, because the tackle's going to be there at 11. And then you have the second pick of the second round, and you call the Bears and say, hey, we'll give you the second pick and a third and a third rounder for Justin Fields. Yes. Now you got Justin thrown to Justin. Yep. I don't mind Justin Fields. I think he's a I, I just think he needs more around him, and he can be a good quarterback. And Justin Jefferson coming to New England, they haven't had a wide receiver since Randy Moss. He goes, oh, Julian Allman. Yeah, Julian, the only time he showed up was the playoffs. That's the only time they needed him. Yes, and I think having Justin Jefferson, who's always stabbed himself as the best wide receiver in the NFL. Speaking about Julian. Actually, you could keep Mac Jones, these weapons around him. I think you get Justin Jefferson, you keep Mac Jones. I think just Mac Jones could help. I think Justin Jefferson can help Mac Jones finally reach his potential. Throw shit on the wall and see what sticks. Not only that, I don't know how much the money Patriot, how much money the Patriots have to go out and spend. A lot. You get Justin Jefferson, I'm saying, you keep Mac Jones, you can sign someone like T. Higgins or Mike Evans. 
I know this is a fantasy. I'm living a fantasy for right now. Marvin Patterson, your number one could be Mike Evans. Your number two could be Justin Jefferson or vice versa. Yeah, look, look, look at what Mac, even though the game is totally different than the college game. Look at what Mac Jones did when he had, when he was on Alabama. He had Devontae Smith. He had Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Who was the other one? There was another one that he had. Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith. I think he had a running back. I think he had uh, the Duke kid from the Steelers. He had Najee Harris, mm-hmm. and he had, what was the one that the Lions traded above the Eagles to draft? Oh, Jamison Williams, or whatever his name is. Yeah, which that worked out for the Eagles because they got Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith, and then A.J. Brown, but I don't think A.J. Brown could have the Eagles next year. Neither do I. I talked about it on the podcast last week. There was a video of Kate Adams uh, talking to Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. She uh, asked him about the trade rumors. And just you could tell by his face that something's going on. He's obviously not going to talk about it. He's, he is what's wrong with these NFL theater receivers. Mm-hmm. All he cares about is his stats, his stats, his stats. His yes. Stats. I hope they keep him. I could trade A.J. Brown for Justin Jefferson. Do it. That's what pick does the Eagles have? I think I, I don't remember. I, I think it's so. The, usually, the last when it gets later in the first round, it's usually how the playoffs finish, or depending on the trade. So they probably have like the twenty seventh, probably twenty sixth, twenty fifth, or twenty sixth. Right, so AJ Brown, a first rounder, and a first rounder next year for Justin Jefferson. It's not like I'm taking NFL draft order. I mean, I would do it. I like I said. I don't think Justin Jefferson is going. I mean, Justin Jefferson. I don't think um, AJ Brown's going to be an Eagle. I honestly think they're going to trade him. So they're the twenty second pick. So the best needs is a running back, wide receiver, cornerback, edge, and a linebacker. Yeah, why not twenty second pick for AJ Brown? I would. Uh, speaking more about Justin Jefferson, he aims to break the bank on extension. He says, "I want to break the bank and be part of this organization that part of the organization that wants me." And is willing to uh, give me what I deserve. Jefferson said, uh, "Obviously, no, he deserves it. Jefferson is slated to uh, play out the fifth year and finally of his rookie contract in 2024, which includes a 19.7 million dollar salary." Um, exactly. No, the, the, he says exactly. The Vikings will do what they need to do to have me in the building. Uh, he's only 24, turned 25. You got to keep this kid. He, he's, he has established himself as the best receiver in the NFL. He went on to say, um, I'm not really too sure at this very moment. He said when asked about a scenario which the Vikings don't meet his demands, he said, I'm definitely grateful for what Minnesota has done for me. I definitely wouldn't be in this situation if they uh, didn't pick me, which I agree with. Uh, no, Jefferson has been a, fa- uh, a, for- a, f- a focal point for the Vikings office since he was taken the first round of the 2020 NFL draft. Thanks, Eagles. Uh, he set a, a historic pace by making uh, rack, racking up 322 receptions for 5,899 yards and 30 touchdowns. He's done that in 60 games. Anywhere he goes, he's going to be a huge fit. And I think that would definitely, if he would go to the Patriots or anywhere, I definitely think that would help him out. Uh, speak more about the Eagles. Uh, I don't like this at all. And I understand the NFL is trying their best to make the game bigger and bigger and bigger. The Eagles are set to host a Brazil game on Friday, opening weekend. So the Eagles' first game in week one is going to be in Brazil. Um, 
Jeffrey Lurie said, we embrace the opportunity to grow our fan base around the world and bring Eagles football to the 38 million fans in Brazil. Uh, he said in a statement, one of the uh, world's most uh, culturally uh, diverse nations, Brazil is an international melting pot, and we look forward to experience its warm, vibrant, and welcoming environment later this year. Uh, it'll be the first time since 1970 that the league plays an opening Friday matchup. Uh, Philly's opponent uh, obviously hasn't been announced yet. I don't like it. We'll look at who the Eagles, because the Eagles are giving up a home game. Look up the Eagles' schedule and see who they're playing at home. Um, I'm, I'm not a big fan of it. I don't think you should do this in week it's one. It's not going to be a division game, you know that. Or it might be. It could be a division game. It might be like the Giants or the Commanders. I I, I don't like it. I, I If you're going to do an international game, do it in week five, week six, week seven, later in the season. Don't do it the first game of the season. Because I know it's obviously not going to... Um, it's not. I'm gonna say it could affect them, but I doubt it will. So uh, the home games is Washington, uh, Dallas Giants, Falcons, Panthers, Browns, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Packers, and Jaguars. So it's one of those teams. That's probably gonna be a division game. So it's probably you think it's gonna be a division game. It's either gonna be the Giants or the Commanders. Yeah, it's definitely not gonna be the Cowboys. Or it could be the Jaguars. I could just, I could see see it being the Steelers. Uh, I don't see it being the Steelers because that's the Battle of Pennsylvania. Oh, true. So you want to do that in uh, and they would, they would rather have it at home. Yes. Honestly, it could be the Cowboys. Like I said, I know the I know the NFL is trying their best to you know expand the. Um, it probably will be the Cowboys. Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, probably will be. Because what out of those teams? People who don't watch football, people, oh, they're the fo- Brazilians, oh, there's a football game. Oh, Cowboys. Like I said, Cowboys are known worldwide. Mm-hmm. You put the Cowboys in there in the football, yeah, the NFL will make their money. It's going to be the Cowboys. You think so? Yeah. I'll speak more with the NFL. So, obviously, we're seeing all these playoff games. Even It's not playoff games. The NFL games are going on these streaming sites. So, Amazon Prime is uh, set to carry NFL playoff game in 2025. Uh, three people spoke to the AP uh, on uh, condition of interminy, uh, in uh, Friday because neither the league nor the streaming platform has made the announcement. So, uh, according to various reports, NBC Universal paid 110 million for the rights to the uh, game, with Amazon expected to pay higher. Um, so, the season's uh, 16 game package on Amazon Prime averaged 11.8 11.86 million viewers, according to Al Nisland, a 24 percent increase over last year's. Um, so yeah, they probably want a good game because all those Thursday games sucked. So uh, by comparison, the late Saturday game between the Chargers and Jacksonville Jaguars playoff game from last season averaged twenty point six one million viewers, and that was on Peacock. Um, we had the you no know, the giant the Chiefs in playing Miami in the wild card on uh, Peacock. So if anyone's listening to this next season, go to Twitch.com because Twitch.com you can watch Thursday night games on there for free instead of paying. Um, for Amazon Prime. Okay, so never mind then. So you, so you, I mean, I'm just saying, if you want to watch for free, um, NFL honors. If anyone cares, then we'll give our Super Bowl predictions. MVP Lamar Jackson, Offensive Player of the Year Chris McCaffrey, which I think he should have won uh, that and the MVP. Defensive Player of the Year Miles Garrett, Rookie of the Year C.J. Stroud, Defensive uh, Rookie of the Year Will Anderson, Comeback Player of the Year Joe Flacco, which a lot of people are upset about. This should have been Demar Hamlin, but. 
honestly, like, I understand. I, what, I know this is gonna sound fucked, but Demar Hamlin was a healthy scratch in most of his games. Yeah, he just had a heart attack on the field. You know, I'm, I'm no, I'm people happy. Want, people want the good story; they want him to do. But come back play of the years, you go out and you produce. Mm-hmm. And, and Joe Flacco think, did that. Joe Flacco did that, but I don't think Joe Flacco should have won. Baker that. Mayfield should have won. Baker Mayfield should have won that. Yep, because he had. He is. What was that? Tag team that you like? Primetime? Wrestling? No, they're awesome. Yeah, they're gonna, he's going to cash it. He's going to get his money. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Money. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, um, he's going to get $40 million a year. He's not worth $40 million a year. No. He's going to get $40 million he's, a year. I think he'll stay with the uh, the Bucks. Yeah, they might give him a two-year deal, $80 million, I'll guarantee. Um, I, yeah, I just, you know, Joe Flacco produced. He took this team to the play. He was sitting on the couch. Before they, they called him, he was sitting on the couch at home, and they said, we need you. And he said, okay, he brought his team to the playoffs. Yes, they got their cheeks clapped, but he took his Browns team to the playoffs. He also threw two pick sixes in the Browns. Back-to-back, right? Back-to-back. Um, eh, but good for Joe Flacco, came back. No one player of the year. It's probably going to retire now. Oh, he's going to have the Patriots. Oh, and Kevin, uh, so and, the, and I think D'Amico uh, Ryan should have won Coach of the Year, which the guy from the Browns won, which I think is a bull. Um, Super Bowl prediction, Ryan. Tomorrow we got a rematch from twenty. You yeah. should look up the stuff that happened in twenty twenty and the stuff that's happening twenty twenty four. So, our predictions from the past. I know it's it's weird. I saw it. you took the Chiefs versus the uh, Eagles. Eagles. I took the uh, Jets versus the Forty Nine ers. So technically, we were right. <laughs> I actually had the 49ers originally. I changed the Eagles because you took the 49ers. I Look uh, at it. You scratched it out. <laughs> uh, well, and I originally had the 49ers uh, winning the whole thing. I, uh, beginning back in August 6th, 2023, I made a bet at DraftKings. I put five bucks down for e, uh, 49ers uh, Chiefs Super Bowl. Cash it last week, baby. But, um,. Before I get to these prediction, uh, our prediction, whoever is listening to this, look up the stuff that happened in 2020, and look at the stuff that's happened in 2024. 20 leap year, huh? Leap year, leap year. year. Mm-hmm. The same man. shit that's happened in 2020 is happening in 2024. Yeah, I like this. I like this thing on Twitter. Um, dude, it's it's. I read some. I'm not gonna read all of it, but it's it's very very weird that the same stuff that's happening in 2024. The same stuff happened in 2020. This happened in 2024. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I mean, conspiracy theorists. I mean, I really do think uh, some of the stuff is real. Like aliens. I think aliens are real. Um, yeah, yeah. That so, was that. so 2020, Chiefs forward Niners Super Bowl. Chiefs forward Niners Super Bowl. 2020, 2024, Lamar Jackson wins MVP. Um, Ravens win AFC South. Ravens AFC South. Texans win AFC South with 10 wins. 2024, Texans win uh, South with AFC wins. Chargers last in AFC West. Chargers last in AFC West. Washington uh, finishes last place with 13 losses. 2024, Washington finishes NFC East with 13 losses. Uh, Panthers last in NFC South. Again, Panthers last in NFC South. Four Niners in NFC West. Four Niners in NFC West. Car- Cardinals last in NFC West. Cardinals last in NFC West in 2024. 2020-2024, same thing. Chiefs are the home team. Four Niners are the one seed. Four Niners are the one seed. 2020, Billy Eilish wins Song of the Year. 2024. 
Billie Eilish, 2024 Song of the Year. Chiefs plus 600 preseason odds from the Super Bowl. Same thing in 2024. Uh, 49ers in 2020 and 2024 beat the Packers in the playoffs. 2020-2024, Burns and Maple Leafs finished top five in the East. Bruins and Maple Leafs currently top five in the East. Avalanche uh, finished second in the West. Avalanche currently second in the West. Um, Celtics and Bucks, Bucks finished top three in the East. 2024, both teams are top three in the East. Nuggets finished third in the West. Right now, the Nuggets are third in the West. Number one college seed uh, wins a football championship. Same thing in college football. Two undefeated teams in 2020. College football championship, same thing this year. Loser of the uh, college football uh, lost by three scores, same thing this year. Joel Embiid has surgery to repair left hand. Uh, this year, he has surgery to uh, repair his left knee. Panthers fire Ron Rivera at the loss. Commanders fire him. Uh, one of the Citrus Bowls scored 35 points. One of the Citrus Bowls scored 35 points. Last but not least, look, I'm not saying that conspiracy theories. COVID start, started in March of 2020. What's going to happen in 2024? I don't know. That's pretty fucked. That's fucked. But anyways, Ryan, um, I can't wait for tomorrow. I'm having a cheat day tomorrow for the Super Bowl. This is, I think, just going to be a good game. I do too. But you just can't, even though I have my, one of my bets, I have the 49ers winning. You just can't bet against 15. No, you can't. You get what the problem is. The Chiefs. Are bad against the run. Yes, and they got Chris McCaffrey. No, they Chris the, McCaffrey. They have. They got the Debo Samuel. The 49ers have the best running back since Barry Sanders had ever wow. the game. Okay. Um. So you're Christian going. Chris McCaffrey is. Excuse me. So you're going with the 49ers. I am going with the 49ers with a final score as 30 to 27. Harrison. Buckner is going to have a doink, 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 doink. doink. Okay, so, do, 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 do. so I'm going with you. I'm going with the 49ers. I know a lot of people saying the Chiefs, but I just, this is a 49ers year. Everything just went their way. No, as much as I love the Eagles, if Brock Purdy didn't get hurt last in the NFC Championship, I think the 49ers would have won the NFC Championship against Philly. I just I think it's a Super Bowl that the Chiefs defense hasn't faced so offense like this yet. So I got the 49ers winning close one, 23-20. NBA trade deadline just happened uh, this past week. Um, Resumble. Uh, Mavericks add P.J. Washington from the Hornets. So Mavs receive P.J. Washington, 2024 second round pick, 2028 second round pick. Hornets receive Grant Williams. Grant Williams. Which I guess he rubbed a lot of people the wrong way in uh, Dallas. He's a stiff. Uh, Seth, Steph Curry, 2027 first round pick. Sixers. Seth Curry. I don't, uh, no surprise. So 76ers uh, acquire Buddy Heald. Uh, Pacers get uh, Furkin Kirk Maz. Doug McDermott, Dougie Buckets, 2024 second round pick, 2029 second round pick. Cash considerations, Marcus Morris, 2029 second round pick. Uh, Suns add Royce O'Neal, David uh, Roddy, never heard of him. Um, Gordon Haywood to the Thunder, which I think that's a great for the Thunder, a nice veteran leader. Um, Nick Scott, uh, Alec Burks, and Boban Bordanovich. Uh, Pistons get a lot. Evan Fournier, uh, Milikai Finn, Quentin Grimes, Ryan uh, Arcadano. Um, Nets got Dennis Shorter, Thaddeus Youngs, uh, Raptors waved Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Patrick Beverly to the Bucks. Um, Celtics got uh, Jaden Springer. I don't, I'd never even heard of him. 
They gave up a second-round pick. He was drafted in the first round. Like I said earlier, throw shit to the wall, see what sticks. Uh, Blazers add um, Delano Banton. Yeah, for a second-round pick. So they have a roster space open in the buyout market. They can get some people in the buyout market. Um, Celtics got Xavier Tillman for Lamar Stevens, which I know he's shooting like 40%, but... No, they need a big man. They need a big man. I mean, six seven. I mean, I, I mean, I shouldn't be talking about being small, but six seven is small in the NBA now. Well, you'll, you'll see what they get. Supposedly, the Pistons waived Jaronat. What's his name? Dino, the one they signed last year, Gillinari. Oh, and they also waived um, uh, Killian Hayes, which rumors that they're interested in him again. See what happens. Um. So Spencer Dinwiddie. Oh, fucking Spencer Dinwiddie got waived. Yep. Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry got waived. By the Hornets. I forgot that. Um. Terry Rozier got traded to the I Heat. Maybe sign him. Marcus Morris, Evan Fournier. Fat person. Um. But. Looks like a bullet. Looks like a hot air balloon playing basketball. I was talking to Justin. He was like, wasn't happy about the Celtics and Xavier Tillman. I mean, I was like, the Celtics they can't. They, they couldn't have done anything. The only way they could have made a big trade, they trade Derek White and Peyton Pritchard for somebody. That's the only way they could have made a big trade, and that would have been stupid to trade Derek White. You could, you could have gone Andre Drummond for what you gave up for Tillman. I wouldn't mind taking Andre Drummond. I know he's not the same player he used to be. It's a guy come off the bench, guy can get rebounds, <clears throat> but that's it. That's all you can do is get rebounds. Mm-hmm. This, uh, this guy Tillman, he can play multiple positions. Yes. And he's good at defense. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, as much as Porzingis is work, as much as Porzingis is playing his ass off, he's got like five fouls every night. Yes. Because he's too big. And they need they need a big man. I think this is a great uh, great big man for the Celtics, especially come playoff time in a long stretch. They, they, they will get somebody at the buyout. When's market. that? Is that coming up? It's coming up. It's, 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 it's going to heat up soon, but why not? People are going to be like, oh, let me pay for the promise they have one spot. Like, yes, so they got to pick the right guy. I think they get another, They should get another big man. They, they could waive more people, too. Mm-hmm. And open up more. Yes. Um, speaking more about the NBA, so the Lakers, who really need to make new Lakers, who should be should have made moves, weren't close to making deals at all. Uh, the Lakers were linked to several players, including Atlanta Hawks star uh, Jonte Murray, uh, Raptors guard Bruce Brown, Chicago Bulls uh, duo of uh, Alex uh, Caruso and uh, Andre Drummond. However, LA didn't want to part uh, ways with this uh, too much covered assets in 2029 first round picks and third year uh, guard Arson Reeves. Uh, the Lakers would have needed to uh, attach a first round just, uh, selection any deal involving uh, Rudy, Ahochamara, Gabe Vincent, or D'Angelo Russell. LA believed teams were demanding higher prices for them. For that, they would uh, from either organization. Uh, we tried everything we could, and again, the market is a market. Lakers general manager Rob Plinka said there are a lot of uh, buyers, and as everyone knows, when in the market has a few sellers, a tons of buyers, the price are very aggressive, and sometimes no uh, more is better than an uh, un- unwise move. Um, I think if the Lakers not gonna make any moves, uh, which uh, I have um, stuff they can do during free agency, I think LeBron's gonna leave. LeBron came here to win championships. LeBron came here to continue a legacy. And I just think, you know, if they're not going to do anything, he's going to leave. Championship they won, don't count. No, it was a bubble. And 
their in-season tournament. Doesn't count. As no. Um, and they put up that banner versus the Celtics. Oh, they did? Was it on Christmas? Yeah, they put up that banner versus the Celtics. Uh, no, in LA. was it on Christmas? Yeah, that game was a blowout. I didn't watch it. Um, I was watching the Eagles game. And then they then they beat the Celtics in Boston. About that game was a blowout. Uh, so speaking with the Lakers, so, sometimes people are just on, and mm-hmm. Reeves was on, on that, that game. game. And um, that can if you have one player that doesn't miss a shot, it's him. But you also have the Celtics playing stupid basketball. And yep. Taking 957 threes every game. So, uh, Lakers trade rumors. Uh, Kyrie Irving, Trey Young, and Donovan Mitchell potential targets this summer. Um, which I, I added those three names I could definitely see him getting. Um, what the hell's the name? Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. I don't see him going. I don't I don't see him playing LeBron team. again. No, I don't see any team taking a chance on Kyrie anymore. No. No, you burned too many bridges. Yeah, true. Look what you did. Look what you did in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Look what you did in Boston. Look what you did in. Brooklyn. Let me just say the Celtics fans. I'll stay here. Um. Look what you, look, look, yeah, he got mad that they won without him. Yep. And they went, went to the conference finals without him. Conference finals, game seven, had a lead, and then LeBron took over. Yep. That's what happened. If the Celtics did go to that finals, they probably would have lost. Who were they playing against? They would have played the Warriors in 2018. There's no way they would have stopped that team. They would have lost, but you, you don't know. You you don't know what could have been because Muffins at Gordon Hayward never breaks his leg. True. And then you have all these. Then I think you have all these. I think they would have got rid of Brown before then and you would have brought people in. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. I mean, this. I think this is the year. I think this is the Celtics' year to win the championship because that window's closing. I know the team's still. I mean, Jalen Brown or Jason Tamer's still young, but that, I think the window's. That window's closing. This is the Celt- if the Celtics don't win this year. Just Tatum's gone. Yeah. Then I think they'll trade. Well, I, I think, think I don't think Tatum will be gone. I think they'll trade Jalen Brown. I'm gonna say AJ Brown. I, I don't think Tatum will be gone because he can make a hundred more damn with the Celtics. Yes. And from what he cares, I from hearing him talk, he cares about. He cares. He's like being in Boston. Um. We're going to finish with baseball. So Netflix is filming documentaries for the 2024 Red Sox, which I don't know. It's going to be called Last Place. So Netflix will follow the Red Sox for the upcoming campaign to create a docu-series out of feature. Uh, hey, hey, unprecedented. Alex. Hey, hey, Alex. Alex. Alex Gordon. You, you. What the hell do you want, John Henry? <laughs> Just letting know we traded Durant. Why would you trade Durant? Uh, I don't know. The bag of baseballs from the Padres sounded more better. I, I have that. I have that. Um, access to the Red Sox players, coaches, and executives throughout the 2024 season, according to a statement on X. This is one of the largest marketing incentives that we have ever uh, undertaken, President of CEO Sam Kennedy said. Um, and then what? They get money. And sign people. Sign people and make the Red Sox relevant again. So I uh, was like. One of the guys' slogans is "Make America Great Again." Make America Great Again. Make the Red Sox great again, you bastard. The series will focus on the human interest elements of players' lives since, um, inside of being formatted similar to the uh, HBO's Hard Knocks. So the season set premiere in twenty twenty five. Additionally, Netflix will premiere a brand new documentary to follow the twenty four Red two thousand. 
2004 Red Sox team that ended the curse of the bad BNOI, winning the franchise's first world title in 86 years. The uh, documentary is scheduled to air late in 2024, which I'll definitely watch that. But when this comes out in 2025, I'm not going to watch it. I have no desire watching it. You know, I don't know how many games I'm going to watch the Red Sox this year. I know I used to, I used to enjoy watching Red Sox baseball, but now I, I just, I can't watch it anymore. It went all down south when I got rid of Don Arcello. Yes. I don't mind. I wish Dave O'Brien. I don't mind Dave O'Brien. Yes. I used to love Don Arcello. I used to enjoy watching them. Don Arcello and Jerry. Oh, my God. Always laughing. I'm like, I grabbed the girl as a boob. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, uh... And they didn't talk for five minutes. I was like, we were watching that game. I'm like, what the fuck is... Because I saw it, too. And he's like, whoa! And then you just hear Don Arcello's laugh. Dude, they were awesome. Remember the lady wearing the chicken hat? Yeah, and they were, they were laughing at her. Yeah, and then the foul ball went towards it, and Donner's was like, no, the chicken. <laughs> what about uh, the pizza? The pizza was a, the pizza was one of the best ones. Oh, of course it's an ad. Why would you throw a good piece of pizza? There's a couple of happy couples there, aren't they? Enjoying a summer night at Fenway Park? Nick Oh, I used to love that. Now, speaking more about the Red Sox, uh, they signed somebody. No. Uh, Michael uh, Fulmer, the pack is a two-year, uh, Fulmer is a uh, two-year pack that pays him $1.5 million per season. Uh, you hear that? Sounds like a fucking dumpster fire. <laughs> His deal can max out $2 million. Uh, he's set to miss, oh, nice. That's fantastic. He's, he's set to miss a whole entire 2024 campaign after ongoing UCL uh, surgery in his right elbow. That, that fantastic Red Sox. Uh, he posted a 4.42 ERA, a 10.3 K slash nine, 57 innings for the Cubs. He stabbed himself as a productive reliever since trans, uh, transitioning to their bullpen in 2021. Nice. So the Red Sox signed, but he was not even going to pitch until 2025. Dumpster fire. Um, you just brought it up that their uh, project interest in trading for um, Jared Duran, which I mean, <sighs> who can they get though? Uh, the Padres have interest in Jared Duran, according to New York Post. Uh, Boston he's, he's, is getting calls about several outfielders, just not Duran. They currently have Duran, Willie Raybrew, Tilly, Tyler O'Neill, uh, Sidemian, Rafaela, Rob Revschneider, and Masahiro Yoshida. Um, I mean, I don't know what they're really going to get at him. But I like Jared Duran. He's got pop. I, I say don't trade him. But, uh, I, I don't know. You know, the other day I was at work... It was kind of dead, so I'm like, hmm, let me surf the internet a little bit. And I see breaking news. Theo Epstein to join Red Sox. Yeah, but it was a freaking Finway group. And I click it, and it says Red Sox ownership. Finway Sports Group. You know what would have been nice? If it says, Theo Epstein to take over for John Henry. 
as working chairman of the Red Sox. I don't know if that's eventually going to happen. I hope it does. Theo has set a goal, Nads. He'll go and sign people. He spent Thanksgiving with Kurt Schilling and convinced him to... Come to Boston. Some of his signings didn't work out. No. But he took the two biggest losing franchises in baseball. And brought them to and they World, won Series. World Series. Mm-hmm. And he was hammered. Was that the 2007 one or no? No, 2004. Just 2004 he was with the Red Sox? Yeah, 2007. He was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he left after the 2011 season. Yeah. He went to Chicago. The Cubs. Yeah, they traded him to the Cubs. Oh, they traded him? I thought he just signed there. No, he traded him to the Cubs. Um, they got a pitcher for him. Oh, no, he just... Um, oh, sorry, he was here in 2007. Okay. Uh, I've seen second uh, championship in Boston. Okay, yep. Okay, so he was here in 2007. I don't know if he was not. Um, anyways. Yeah, so on October on October 12th, Epstein agreed to a five-year contract worth $18.5 million. With the Cubs. With the Cubs. Cubs president. Uh, right here. I think he took the Cubs to the playoffs in 15 and 16. I think I'm missing so, 17. Months after a long waited finalized of conversation for Theo Epstein, the Red Sox sends 19 year old prospect Jair Bogards to the Cubs. To I don't know who that is. Uh, Alexander's brother. Oh. So the Reds, the Cubs sent relievers Chris Carpenter and Aaron Pruitts. You don't know who those are? <laughs> partner made the MLB. Alright, so let's see here. Last time this guy... Oh my gosh. What? This guy, he played... Didn't even make... The MLB? The MLB, the Aaron Pruitt's guy. He played overseas his whole career, basically. And the reliever, Chris Carpenter... He played two seasons in the MLB. Two seasons? Yeah. Nine with the Red Sox, probably. No, he played one with Chicago, and he had a 2.97 ERA. That wasn't too bad. Ten games, and that's it. And then his only season in Boston, he went 1-0, right? With a nine ERA. Oh, geez, he's got... <laughs> Played in eight games. He only pitched six innings in his life. That's awful. You have six runs at one game. So his his career or nine runs or whatever. His career, he is one and zero with a five point one seven ERA. Pitched in eighteen games. Guess how many strikeouts he had? Five. Zero. Okay, he sucked. <laughs> Speaking more about baseball, I mean, these are two if anyone cares about. Gave up the best general manager in the history for two of bumps. baseball. For one that pitched for the Yoshida Tigers and the other one that pitched for... Your Red Sox and Cubs? Your, your... That guy, Chris Carpenter, he's probably like, I'm the beer league of my... I'm the best pitcher in this beer league. 
Uh, that's awful. It's like Joe Lacoste when he hit that foul ball when we were at that softball game and went all the way across the street. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, whoa, I didn't know he could hit that far. And Chad just started laughing. And <laughs> uh, so last two baseball fan one cares. Uh, Red Sox uh, Hall of Famer. Uh, not Red Sox Hall of Famer. Red Sox, their own Hall of Famer. MLB Hall of Famer. But legend Corey Kluber retires. Red Sox legend. Uh, Two-time Cy Young, 13 seasons. You know, if the Red Sox had him five years ago, that would have been awesome. Video tribute, just like Lamar Stevenson's and and DNL or the the band. whatever his name was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was I spent last night with the Red Sox, pitched a seven point oh four ERA, and last but not least, uh, Clayton Kershaw back with the Dodgers. Probably will be his last season. Jordan Montgomery is still a free agent. Blake Snell is still a free agent. Matt Chapman is still a free agent. Yeah, but Red Sox won't sign any of those guys. No. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. But before we leave for the podcast. Take care. Wait, no, no, you forgot a little nugget. What? Even though it is college football news. Oh, uh, I like it. Bill O'Brien to the uh, BC Boston College Eagles. Boston College Eagles. I like I it. Hired Billy O'Brien. I like it. Absolutely like it. I've been trying. I've been trying to get into college football the last few years. So I watch BC games. You, you know, you take. I think it's a perfect spot for him. He's his wife went there. He lives there. I don't think he's ever gonna leave there. Nope. And now he needs to pluck his coaching staff. If I was him, who doesn't have a job right now? Josh McDaniels. Oh, yeah. Bring him as an offensive coordinator. Hey, Josh, you want to be on my offensive coordinator? And then a young kid out of high school, number one number one quarterback recruit. That Boston College, who's this? Oh, son, those two coordinators coordinate the Best quarterback ever, mm-hmm. Tom Brady. And all he has to do is, hey, Tom, I know you went to Michigan, but can you give this kid a call, please? Michigan's not interested in him, but can you give this quarterback a call and put on a good word for me? Yeah. What quarterback, a kid going into college, oh, my God, Tom Brady's FaceTiming me, mm-hmm. and he's telling me to go to Boston College because Josh McDaniels and Bill O'Brien are there. Mm-hmm. What kid's not going to listen to that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think anyone would. So, next year, the Boston College Eagles are going to the Pinstripe Bowl. <laughs> the Fenway Bowl. The Fenway Bowl, and they will win the Fenway Bowl, and then three years after that... Bill O'Brien will be fired. Bill O'Brien is going to win the national championship with Alabama. Okay, then. Anyways, guys, remember to always... Take care and spike, spike your hair. Woo, woo, woo. You go 49ers. Go 49ers. Chiefs suck. Chiefs suck. <laughs> it was-